Warning, the following show features stories performed by professional manglers under absolutely no supervision. Do not attempt to relive or reenact anything you hear on this show. Mangler Nation. Oh, God! Oh, God! Hey, what was that shit, man? You just ate the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. Manny, look at it. Pelican flying. Come on, Pelican. Can't feel my legs. I have no legs! Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad. You took too much, man. You took too much, too much. Our story picks up with comedian Ben Morrison. He just wrapped up a set at a comedy club in Times Square, and like all struggling comics, he heads straight to the bar to cash in on all the free drinks he can get. And that's how we were all made. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You've been awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good night. I really appreciate it. Keep it going. Thank you. I'm hanging out by the bar, and I'm just drinking. You got like a couple free drinks, and I pounded them. And so I'm blasting like Jack and Cokes. And I was like, hey, Anthony, pour me another. And, you know, he was like, you know what, Ben? You want to fucking pour it? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> so I hop behind the bar and I make like, I make a Jack with just a, just a of Coke. Like it was, it was a cup of alcohol. And I drink that whole fucking cup down and I am feeling great. And then my phone rings, and it's my old roommate, Andrew. You know, we had an apartment in the East Village, and we had access to the roof. We weren't supposed to go up there, but we could kick the fire thing open. And on that, you could you had a great view of all of downtown Manhattan. So Andrew calls me, and he's like, Morrison, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just did, did a set, man. I'm feeling good. What are you up to? He's like, yo, I didn't tell you this, but I stole a key to the roof of our old roof deck. You want to come party? And I was like, we're going to the roof? And he was like, we're going to the and I was like, I'm going to the roof! And Anthony was like, I don't, I don't know where you're fucking going, just get out of here. So Ben's in the zone, and all the signs are leading him right to Mangletown. If he keeps his head on straight, it could shape up to be an epic night. So I walk outside, and I have my little bat, my little weed one-hitter bat. Oh yeah, I never thought about this. I had like a little one-hitter, and I made like a little pouch out of duct tape that I put weed in. I called it my pinch pouch. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? You're like, marijuana in a pinch. And so I'm outside, and I fucking load up the pinch pouch, and I hit two bat hits, and I'm feeling fucking great. And I'm like, we're going to the roof. <laughs> and I put on my headphones, and I listen to a lot of dance music. I listen to techno all the fucking time. And like, I walk to the beat. Like, I like to pretend that I'm in a movie of my own life. Like, I'm that fucking important. But in my head, I am. In my head, there's a fucking steady cam following me as I fucking dodge people to the beat and it's like Danny Boyle's directing me like that's how egotistical I am so I'm fucking listening to techno dancing I'm going to the roof and then I fucking walk in the Times Square subway station to get to this uh, uh, one of the entrances you walk down the stair staircase and you're, you're down you're underground you're downstairs and then there's three more little stairs and I'm walking to the beat and I'm fucking feeling amazing I'm drunk, I'm stoned, and I think we're going to the roof at the top of those three stairs, and I fucking jump for joy. I jump for joy! And then everything went black. I came to in the fetal position in the New York City Times Square subway station. 
and a small crowd of people have gathered to look around me. And I woke up and I was like, the fuck are they looking at? <laughs> and I noticed everyone's looking at me. And so I kind of like stand up and I'm a little wobbly. My head is beginning to really throb. And people are just like looking and like just staring. Like you're, it's a fucking museum of your own idiocy. <laughs> and I'm like, why are they all looking at me? What happened? And I took my hand and I put it to the top of my head, just like this, I patted the top of my head and I brought it to my face and it was just covered in blood. Like blood is like dripping down my arm, there's so much blood. And I was like, this is bad. <laughs> but I didn't know how bad it was until this gigantic, triple fat, fubu thug walks up to me, looks me in the eye and goes, yo, you fucked up. <laughs> 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 and in true New York fashion, instead of helping me, he grabs his girlfriend. He's like, come on, boo. <laughs> what I had done is I had jumped for joy and launched myself top speed into an overhang that was right over the three stairs. Now, I'd like to say that this overhang was not demarcated properly, but I would be lying. There's a fucking gigantic sign over the entire thing with yellow emergency tape, caution low overhang. It looked like the caution low overhang station. <laughs> and I had launched my head into it, splitting it open from left to right. Oh. So I stumble to the ticket taker's booth and I just hold up two bloody hands. <laughs> to which I remember she was not that surprised about. <laughs> She was like, yeah. And I just go, I need medical attention. She was like, she go, wait over there, I call the ambulance. So I was like, over here? She's like, yeah, over there. Just wait over there. Oh, don't get blood on me, wait over there. So I wait there and the ambulance comes. Bring me up onto the ambulance. We park right in front of the station. The first thing they did, was start, they injected Novocaine into my skull because I was in a lot of pain. What I didn't understand at the time is that the Novocaine would wind up numbing my entire face. So when they began asking me what had happened, I sounded like, well, you see, my friend stole the key to the roof, I, and I was going to the roof, so I dumped for joy. They were like, what happened? I was like, I told you I dumped for joy because I was going to the roof. <laughs> they were like, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, I know, I know, I know, I am. I know. We get to the, the emergency room, and this is a New York City emergency room. Like, you're not walking down hallways. You're basically, like, stepping over corpses. You're like, dead guy, dead guy, dead doctor. <laughs> and so... We get into a doctor's office, and at this point, Andrew calls me, and he's like, Morrison, where the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm gonna be a, a little late. I've got to catch you up on, but I am coming to the roof. And he was like, what? And I was like, I gotta go, because the doctor walked in. And the doctor walks in, and he sees me, and he goes, Mr. Morrison, what happened? And I was like, I told them already I was dumping for joy, and I'm going to the roof, and I fucked my head up. How many times did I tell you I was dumping for joy?
So the doctor looks at me and he sees I have this huge wound across my head. And the first thing he says is, well, we're going to have to shave your head because you need stitches. And my egotistical brain went, no, 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 you can't, you can't shave my head, okay? I'm an actor and a comedian. I need this. <laughs> and he was like, well, we need, to, we need to, to close this wound. It's bleeding profusely. And I was like, well, no stitches, no stitches. I was like, what else you got? <laughs> he like kind of pauses as if he'd never really heard this before. So he's like, hmm. He scans the room and his eyes settle on a staple gun. So he says to me, well, um, you want staples? And for an instant, the logo for staples popped into my head. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, we got that. <laughs> I swear to God. My, my stupid brain. So he picks up the staple gun. He puts it on my skull. And I will never forget the sound that the spring made as it was loading the staple. My head was still on a Lovacane, so I was like, that sounds pretty fucked up with it here right there. That's pretty fucked up. So he staples my head. He puts about 15 staples in a row on my head. It looks like train tracks on my noggin. They're still bloody. And he was like, just take it easy. And I'm like, okay, okay. And so uh, he has to make sure that no blood's gonna get all over me because it's still bleeding. So he takes gauze and he wraps it around my head like this, around and around and around and around. But then he needs to actually wrap the wound up. So he wraps it around and around and around and around. And in the end, I was basically wearing a blood-covered turban. Like, I looked like I would be on a watch list somewhere or some sort of Al-Qaeda training video. The next thing he did while releasing me was made me sign a document stating I would not drink alcohol for 48 hours because of the heavy amount of Novocaine that had been injected into my skull post-traumatic splitting open of said skull. I signed the document, of course, got outside, Andrew called and was at a bar and said, come meet me. And I was like, dude, I cannot wait to get drunk with you. You are not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> And he was like, why are you talking like that? I was like, it's a long story. I'll be right there. <laughs> so I hop in a cab. I take the cab downtown. He's at some Mexican bar. There's a Corona waiting for me the whole time. And I walk in. And he's like, what the fuck? I was like, did you lose that bad? Because <laughs> my head's wrapped in a bloody fucking turban gauze. And he was like, here's a beer. I was like, I shouldn't be drinking this, but oh, that tastes so good. So I slam the whole beer. And then we meet some other friends there. And we're going to go back to Andrew's place because um, he has some weed. And we're going to go smoke spliffs. So we get back to Andrew's place and we're sitting in his backyard and spliffs are going around and I am beginning to feel a little lightheaded. Like maybe, like, maybe I shouldn't have had the booze. Maybe I shouldn't be smoking the spliff. And a couple more people show up. And as I begin to get a little foggy, the dude who sits right in front of me, he was like, what happened? I was like, well, you see how I dumped him for joy? Because I was going to the roof. And then I look at him and I was like, that kid looks a lot like the kid from Blue's Clues. And I was like, no, you're fucked up, you're fucked up. And I asked him, I was like, are you the kid from Blue's Clues? And it was, it was fucking Steve from Blue's Clues who was sitting <laughs> in front of me. And the last thing I remember before I wound up passing out is Steve from Blue's Clues saying, your friend is a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> I remember thinking, I'll give you a clue, Steve. You can suck my dick. And then I passed out. <laughs> and that is staples in my head. <laughs> Special thanks to Ben for that story. You can follow Ben on Twitter at Ben the Morrison. And remember, you can go to manglernation.com for links, pictures, and more info on all of our guests. This week's episode brought to you by Speedweed, LA's premier medical marijuana delivery service. Visit speedweed.com and place your order now. Mangler Nation. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Mangler Nation. If you like what you heard, please take a quick second and leave us a review on iTunes. It's a very easy way that you can help keep this show growing. See you next time on Mangler Nation.